0: Hey there, it's Codette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney. We are pretty pumped to invite you to eavesdrop while we chat with some of our favorite badasses in and beyond the hockey world. The arena goal horn doesn't blow when people have success off the ice, so we wanna blow it here. Did you say blow? Ooh, I might have.
1: Codette likes to rap while eating kale and chewing healthy juice on her way to Supermomet, sell real estate, or change the world one philanthropic moment at a time.
0: Bridget smashes coffee and makes up the words to her favorite songs, needs to set an alarm on her phone for almost every appointment in life because she's always late. She's busy managing her three kids, dancing addiction, and website for pro hockey families. If we lived together, we would high-five each other at 4.45 a.m. when I'm just getting up and Bridget is headed to bed, each a vampire in our own right.
1: Both of us love our families, each other, and our insanely awesome hockey community. So pour yourselves a drink of choice and saddle up, because the boys aren't the only ones with the stories.
0: We are so ready to be entertained by today's guest, Emily Ferguson. She was one half of the Blonde Bonshell twins on season 20 of The Bachelor and The Bachelor in Paradise and has managed to find love on her own with Vegas Golden Knights' William Carlson. Let's jump right into it with Vegas's hometown girl.
1: Hello, Emily. Hi, guys. How are you? Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, Hello. thanks for coming on. I'm so
2: pumped. This is my first podcast literally ever, which is the most surprising thing in the world to me. And I'm flattered that I get to do my first podcast with you girls. Oh, <laughs> We're flattered.
0: Like, how is that even possible?
2: I literally don't know how it's possible. There's been so many times where I've been in like LA and people are like, come be on my bo- my podcast. But I've just honestly, like I get too like overwhelmed and like caught up with whatever I'm doing that I'm just like, no, I'd rather just like be at the beach with my friends. Sorry. Guys.
1: <laughs> well, I could <laughs> rather be chilling. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of got you at a good time though because you. Can't really be at the beach right now. So Exactly.
2: Exactly. No, I'm excited to chat with you girls and
1: hear like hear what all the questions you have for me. Oh fun. <laughs> well, obviously too. We love that we've got some mutual friends. We, you and I were just discussing this briefly before Codette yeah. jumped on, but um lots of friends in Vegas. Melanie Collins. Is-
2: Yes. So when you guys did your podcast with Millie Collins, obviously I have like major girl crush on her. I met her my first year coming into the hockey world and she's just like the most stunning human being and like sweetest girl ever. And so when she posted about it, I was like, I'm going to go listen to this podcast actually, because I'm so interested to hear like her chat with you girls. And yeah. then I saw your guys' Instagram and I saw you chat with Hannah Eakin. I yeah. maybe probably a ton and more, but a bunch Alana, of- Alana. Alana, yeah. Love her, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, it that. seems like
0: you have such a good group there. So it's been fun to get to know like a few more people, so.
2: Honestly, it's crazy. Like I was chatting with Bridget, I was saying that like, I feel like I know, it's like, it's not, there's so many girls, but I feel like it's such a small world because I feel like I know- a lot of people just through other girls, like girls coming in and out and girls talking about other girls. So I feel like I know everyone.
1: Yeah. It's kind of <laughs> awesome that way. I feel like too, like you always, you hear about someone and then you end up in the same city or just even, yeah. I don't know, a friend comes to visit. You right. Exactly. And then all of a sudden the world shrinks.
0: Yeah. Then you meet all these new girls and it is like, it is hockey world so big, but yet it's so small and everyone's yeah, so connected. Feel. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's honestly crazy like uh, I I know a couple other of my friends who date professional athletes but not hockey players like football player and they just it just doesn't sound like the same like the hockey girl seems so much closer than like sports it's kind of crazy.
1: Yeah that is interesting. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know if it's because I mean, other other um, sports have more games than we do, but I don't know. Maybe it's a mix. If it's just the right amount of I just feel times like, it's all like we the get outings
2: out. we do. Like we always yeah. do, like bachelorette parties, and then we always are like hanging at each other's houses when the guys are away. I don't know. I just yeah. feel like it's a yeah. more tight knit like family. I mean, not to yeah. say that the other ones aren't probably very tight knit, but just from what I've heard, it's like we're just more of like always together.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. And I think with hockey too, I, f- I guess if I'm comparing it to football, what I know of football, like they have 16 games, only eight yeah. are at home and the team is huge. Like there's like yeah. 50 guys there's... on a team. It's kind of hard to, it's and almost they're just like, saying, like
2: the family lounges are kind of just like a free for all, which I don't know how, like every, t- I- I've only been on uh, Will's only been on like one team, so I only know how the family lounge works there, but it's not like a free for all while, while, like I've heard like other teams are kind of like, everyone can come in, blah, 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 sure. and then like for football, anyone can just come in. And then you think about all the players on the team and how right. all their families and stuff. So right. it's probably just a lot more going on.
1: Yeah. It seems like there'd be a bit more of an entourage with football, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So you grew up in Vegas. Is that right? Yeah. So I.
2: Everyone makes fun of me. I like Vegas people were always like, "We're born and raised in Vegas," and that's like our saying, like "born and raised." Yeah. <laughs> people are like, "Okay, we get it. You're born and raised." But yeah, no, I grew up here in Vegas. It's honestly the best city ever, and I'm so annoyed that it took a hockey team for people to figure out that it's like the best place ever.
0: <laughs> right, mm-hmm. but well, I get it though because with the trend, like with the born and raised, because I feel like it's kind of like Scottsdale. No one's really born and raised there. Yeah, it's like yeah. so many transplants, right? So yeah. you're like, I'm proud to be like, this is my spot. Yeah, you're
2: here. Yeah. And like all the girls that come here like fall in love with Vegas. And I'm sure when they first hear that their boyfriends are getting like traded here, they're probably like, oh God, no, like I can't deal with that. But they all end up falling in love with it. And I'm just like, yeah, I know it's the best place ever.
1: (laughs) Well, I think I mean I think a lot of people fall in love with Vegas because it's it's the party spot to go. So I mean, I've I've literally been going to Vegas since I was nine years old. Like yeah, my parents, we, and we've enjoyed all of it. So then it's different for people to actually go live there and enjoy Vegas as a community and right. as somewhere to actually live where you're not. Right. A
0: trip. What do you do? Like, I know a few people who have gone to Vegas with their kids and um, I mean, I'd rather go to jail for a week than take my kids there, but like what do yeah. you do with your kids there?
2: Okay. Honestly, like I am a bit shocked when I see people on the strip with their kids. Cause I'm like, why, why do you want your kids to be seeing this stuff? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, but like for like kids outside of the strip, there's, I mean, obviously just like water parks, we have such good weather here. The water parks are so fun. Just like parks and, um, you know, like the little, I don't have kids, I don't know, bouncy houses, uh, <laughs> 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 but like on the strip, I have no freaking clue what kids do, except for maybe go to like the M&M factory or like the crazy rides on the strips, which I don't recommend anybody riding on those. They're absolutely terrifying and (laughs) unsafe, but (laughs) whatever makes people happy.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm guilty. I have taken my kids to Vegas. I have walked the strip with them and I've also been like, don't look there. Don't look there. (laughs) Yeah. No, I get like worried. I literally like there's, you know,
0: like girls in their like little outfits basically standing Mm
2: -hmm. there getting pictures taken yeah ethan (laughs) would have
0: all the questions about why like people are wearing nipple tassels like he would just be like look at their boobs and the nipple tassels like and it's like so funny because
2: now it's just like so normal like for people who live in vegas it's just like yeah that's like what it is but then when i see like people with their kids i'm like oh why yeah
1: (laughs) it's kind of like a show and the reason i took my kids we had just signed here in phoenix Uh i have three little kids so our nanny and I was like, want to go to Vegas? My oldest at the time is in fifth grade, I think. And she was studying ancient Rome. I was like, oh my God, let's go to Caesar's palace. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, I texted the nanny. I go, Hey, what if we just take the kids out of school? Let's go to Vegas. And she goes, oh. okay. She had never been. So we yeah. threw the kids in the car, drove to Vegas, stayed at Caesar's palace. I showed them the statues and I was, I mean, yeah, now it was, that I it think was about a it, joke, like it, comes- like, it was yeah. kind of funny, but. Oh my God. When
2: I think about it now, like, a lot of moms that come here, like, they bring their kids to, like, the Bellagio to see the fountains. They have, like, yeah. this thing where they decorate, I don't even know, like, very, like, flowers. I don't know what yeah. it's called.
1: That atrium, that <laughs> botanical. Yeah. yeah. It's gorgeous. Yeah.
2: And then, like, they take their kids to the dinners and stuff, which, yeah. like... I, yeah, I can understand that a little bit. Yeah. Like the fun stuff, like circ shows. So I don't,
1: don't know if kids are allowed in there, but like, they're yeah. not
2: inappropriate. They're just, they're crazy and wild. So. Yeah. <laughs> My
1: mad. kids have loved, there are some awesome ones. Definitely. So definitely. Social. Yeah. I, I think, um, walking around and having them outside past a certain time. I mean, yeah. not that it matters in Vegas, like yeah, it doesn't really matter. You're
2: right but, about that though. Yeah. Like during the mornings, I don't think there's more. I don't think there's that many girls out there standing there. For- <laughs> 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 A little too hot for
0: that. It's an experience anyway. <laughs> oh, that's cool. But it looks like you guys are having fun in your quarantine life. So, oh my gosh, pool hangouts or
2: so much fun. Okay, so I don't know. I'm sure you girls probably know, but like I've noticed about like European men or just like Swedish people, maybe in particular, like they love to be with like, in large groups all the time. And, like, Will's always had, like, a roommate with him, like, his friends back home from Sweden. So when we were in quarantine, his one friend from Sweden who actually plays for the farm team of the Vegas Golden Knights uh, flew down from Chicago to be in quarantine with us. And then my sister and her new boyfriend, who actually is also a hockey player for the farm league of a team. I I don't know much about, like, all the hockey stuff, but... (laughs) So it's me, my sister, Will, and his friend, Oscar, and then my sister's boyfriend, Ola. So it's like five of us and it's (laughs) wild. It's a lot of fun, though. At first, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to want to kill myself. But now we get to play, like, card games. and We have, like, pool parties. It's a lot of fun. Oh, it's, a, it's awesome.
1: It's kind of like you're li- reliving a odd reality show all over again.
2: No, it literally. And it's I'm just lucky that I get along with these people. And uh, Will's friend, Oscar, is, like, a really good cook. So thank goodness I'm not that good at cooking. I know, like, four meals on repeat. So yeah. this guy is, like, our master chef here.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, I love Perfect.
2: that. That's,
0: I that's a good person to be locked
2: down with. I- amen for that yeah
1: I think that's the type of person I put number one on my list a chef we're missing that around here too
2: I I need I'm gonna need a chef when he leaves gosh I'm like I am not good at cooking I'm not creative
0: (laughs)
1: oh you're talking to
0: the right people
1: yeah (laughs) like the two of us mm -mm.
2: it makes me feel a little better because I'm always like I feel so bad like I'm supposed to feed this guy like healthy stuff and I, I don't I don't want to. I We yeah. eat like potatoes and nothing, spaghetti, carbs, just yeah. lots of carbs.
1: <laughs> yeah, It's my least favorite question of the day. Quarantine or not? What's for dinner? Yeah. I can't stand it. I don't know. That, I don't like that that ball is in my court. It's just too much work. Like I have so many dishes
2: in the freaking sink. I'm just like, I don't want to do any of this. It's too much work. I'm like, I don't want to be in charge of other people.
0: <laughs> yeah. See, that's my jam. My jam is cleaning up. So like I'm such a neurotic psycho. So I have to have a clean kitchen. So yeah.
2: dishes in the sink freak me out. Like I hate other touching other people's dishes. It
1: literally <laughs> freaks me out that I have to do it. Because boys the boys won't do it. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. sure not. I'm sure not. Does your mom
2: live in Vegas still? Yep. My mom lives in Vegas. She lives like 15 minutes away from where we live. So it's like, I still get to see her and stuff. And like, I know this whole quarantine, you're not like supposed
1: to see your family, but I still go see her. It's just my mom. (laughs) And and you have a brother too. Is that right?
2: Yep. We have a brother. He lives like 40 minutes away and he's like this six foot six, like massive guy. who like, I just don't get how he was so lucky to get so tall. I'm like five three little midget over him. I'm like, um, excuse me, you can share your height with me. That'd be well, nice. Yeah,
1: but there was two of you. You had to split it.
2: I know. I you, it's so weird. <laughs>
1: You would be ten foot six.
2: No, and I'm always like twins share a brain too. I'm not saying that I'm stupid, but it's there. I definitely have my blonde moments where I'm like Haley, give me mut- the other half of my brain back. <laughs>
0: I wish put I had this together. that. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I can. I'm like I'm excited that your sister's with you. I think it's awesome that your family is all close. I'm not anywhere near my sister or family, and I get that like anxious feeling. But I'm glad that my that the rest of them are all together, like not in the same house, but it just yeah, make, it does make me yeah. feel better that they're Yeah.
2: Like I do also feel like I hear a lot of like I feel like it's a blessing and a curse to have like my family here in Vegas while like also like dating a professional athlete here in Las Vegas because it's like tickets, 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 bring me here, bring me there. Like they're they expect a little bit more, like, oh, please have him sign this, please please have him sign that. And it's just like right at their fingertips. Yeah. So it does kind of like bug me a little bit. And I like, I'm kind of like mean on social media. Like, no, like you're not going to get all these things just because like, like, I'm like, you're his family. You don't need all these things. Like, it's cool that you like know him, right? Like, (laughs) that's good enough. Yeah. (laughs) But it's like stressful because I just feel like, my friends are always like, Let's get tickets to the games and like let's go to the games together and I'm like, Well, they only get two free tickets. So everything after that right. we have to pay for and then like people just expect Will to pay for it. I'm like, that's just not how I like things done. So it's usually just me going to the hockey games. So yeah, I just try to sure. keep like the family out of it. Like I mean, they come, but I tried to like explain to them it's not like they can go to every game.
0: Right. And that's the thing is like I don't know if you feel maybe you feel the same way, but like when when we played in Canada, that was our Home, right? And yeah. so it, I like having it kind of separate. And those are my nights out. Those are my nights to catch up with the teammates and the girls. And like, it's yes. just a comfortable, easy spot. I don't have to introduce anybody in the wise room. Like, I just go in and sometimes I go sit in my seats and sometimes I don't. And it doesn't matter. Right. And that's my night out. And I like to keep it kind of separate. A
2: hundred percent. Like, I hate having to worry about like taking care of my family down in the lounge versus like usually when I just go by myself, I'm like drinking with the girls. We're having our wine, we're chatting. Like we're not really watching the hockey game, we're kind yeah. of just like socializing. It's like our social hours. So yeah, exactly, when I can't sit next to my friends and I'm over here, like trying to entertain my family, it's like a little annoying. Yeah. I, think, <laughs> I love them, um,
1: <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I'm with you and you get better at that. Even if you're in a different city that your family isn't in, like Ray played for a long, long time, um, but he even got better in different cities because people be like, "Hey, can you get me tickets?" Well, we have to purchase the tickets in other cities, but we got really good at just saying, "Oh my god, we'd love to do that. Shoot me your credit card number, no problem." <laughs> That's so good. So, yeah, that, I mean, if you just address it as like you're excited, sure, shoot me your credit card number. We'll sh- we'll shoot it off and do our best to get you the tickets because yeah. then you're not on the hook. Like twenty three years of buying other people tickets <laughs> is a lot. Wow, fucking up. Oh it's my like, god, oh it's my- insane.
2: Yeah. It just breaks my heart to like think about it. Like when I'm like, oh, okay, so Will's got like all these Swedish people in town and I'm like adding up all the, how much the tickets would be. And it's not yeah. like, like they can do it, but it's just the matter of like, it but, adds up after. But they don't have
1: to. They don't have to. Just start throwing it out in a really cute way. That's good advice. I like that. <laughs> see you on the concourse. We'll meet on the yeah. concourse at, like between first and second for a for a I know. I used cocktail. to put people so
0: far away. And I'd be like, well, I'll see if I see you. But like, I don't want yeah. you the stands beside me. like.
1: And I always
2: hate when people text me and they're like, are you at the game? And I'm like, yeah. But like, I don't want to walk up 50 flights of stairs to like say hi to you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so mean. I'm like, uh, no, yeah. I just want to. Sit here and do nothing and watch the game or chat yeah. with my son. <laughs>
1: totally. You'll get I better at
0: that. Completely agree. Yeah. I, I,
1: I got better at it too. Even even now, like actually, I went to a couple uh, in your big playoff run a couple years ago. Yeah. Uh, I have some friends that were there too, and I would text them. I'm like, I'm here in the building. Like, I know what it's like, but I just want you to know I'm here. I'm thinking of you. If you want to meet me, cool, let's meet. But also, yeah. I also know what it's like where I'm like, okay, yeah. do, especially. In a playoff situation when you're even extra anxious, like mm-hmm. and I think more superstitious, even. Yeah. Like, did you get that way during any of the playoffs just? Were you superstitious at all? Gosh, the funny thing is is like, so
2: I had never I know nothing about hockey. So when I first met Will, it was like the first year when things were like, we were like that dream team and couldn't mm-hmm. believe all this was happening. And I like Okay, so, like, I hate to, like, say it, like, I get denim jackets with, like, Will's name, like, sent to me, like, all the freaking Mm -hmm. time. So, like, I would wear the denim jackets to the games before the playoffs, and girls were like, oh, my gosh, like, you're not superstitious about this? Like, oh, oh, they are, like, kind of freaking out, and I'm like, no like <laughs> like i just really wanted to wear this denim jacket it's so cute and so after and that is- i kind of learned to like yeah. wait to playoffs to wear that kind of stuff <laughs> i wouldn't say i'm superstitious but will has started to make me super super st- has made me superstitious because he's like, don't say that knock on wood. So like every time I say something, I have to knock on wood because he's so superstitious. I'm like, I'm not that way, but like, I'm starting to realize that everyone else
1: is that way. So I kind of have to be that way so I can (laughs) be sensitive to people's feelings. (laughs) I actually think that's a good point because I think it, I think it rubs off from the guys. Like, yeah, because we know that they have different things that they have to do, like whatever stick they use or how they tape it or their. Even oh. their daily routine on a, on a game day. And then mm-hmm. it's hard not to have it rub off on you. I mean, I was yeah. 100% in. I was in on all those, like my own superstitions on game days. Yeah. Like, I had to learn playoff, about, like, in the playoffs. Yeah.
0: Well, I had to learn about not saying, because my husband was a goalie, right? So it was like, yeah. I had to learn about not saying, oh, we're going to get a shutout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, i not going say the S word. Because then it's like three seconds later, it's like they score. I was like, oh. <laughs> Oh, oh shit! This is something <laughs> I need to never say again. Okay,
2: Colette, my boyfriend. I was telling with telling him I was chatting with you girls, and he told me that he played with your husband what? in Norfolk. In Norfolk. Oh, okay. Yeah. So oh. he said that he knew your husband. So I was like, Oh, well, I'll, I'll have to tell her. So I'm oh. not sure if he knows Will, but
0: I they guess they played. With Thing, (laughs) I don't. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't. No, you're probably not. You're probably not wrong. Jason's probably like whatever. Yeah, (laughs) probably not even listening to me. That's exactly. You
1: do your thing.
2: When I told Will I was doing my first podcast, he was so proud of me. I'm like, "What? This is so confusing. Like, you're so excited for me."
1: (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it. that's what
0: Uh, what you are.
1: How did you? Well, let's back. Let's back this up. So you yeah. lived in Vegas, and then how did you end up doing the Bachelor? This is okay. Kind of so how first- yes, yeah. let's get okay. It.
2: So. I was like 22 and me and my sister were not at all looking for love. My sister had a boyfriend, but I had always wanted to go on The Bachelor. That was like my dream. And I had like no shame saying that like I wanted to do The Bachelor more so to get like the Instagram followers, to get all the great things that come after The Bachelor. (laughs) So when we... Uh, I submitted a video of us, and then I booked flights for us to go meet these casting directors. And I was like, Kaylee, you're getting on the plane with me. We're going to go meet these people. <laughs> and uh, so we took a plane to LA, went to meet these um, casting producers, and they pretty much were like, you girls are on the show. Like, we're 22-year-old twins, and we're about to date the same guy. And it was about to be the most bizarre, weird thing ever, but they loved it. And so that's really how it happened. is just more so like, reality TV, loving the idea of two sisters dating yeah. the same guy, but we were not on there to take it like seriously or, okay. uh,
1: find that was, love. Yeah. That was my question. I was going to be like, did you go to find love or did you go to just kind of have, enjoy the experience and have some fun?
2: Yeah. No, totally to go enjoy the experience. And I will say it was like the most fun I have ever had in my entire life. Just being in a household of like girls. And I wouldn't say that all the girls were fun to hang out with, but most of the girls were fun to hang out with. <laughs> and it was like a giant sleepover all the time doing our hair. we like hard, you hardly talk to the bachelor or hang out with the guy. So it was mostly just like hanging out with your friends all the so time. What's, was
0: so what, who was the guy on your season? It was Ben Higgins. Oh, I remember okay. the name. I don't watch TV at all, but I remember that name.
2: Yeah, no, he's just like this, like really nice, like a uh, church guy who's very clean cut, handsome, tall. Just not my type at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh,
1: which part, which part of that? <laughs> <laughs> clean cut
0: church. What part of it?
2: <laughs> I just I, uh, the whole like clean cut like just I I'm not like. I'm, I sound mean saying like, No, I'm this just kidding. You know, like, I'm not yeah. like super religious. So I wasn't going to be the girl that was going to go to church with him every Sunday. Yeah. So is it like a video that you submit?
1: As Yeah, audition? you can do like an at-home
2: video. Okay. And then you like submit it online, literally at like bachelorcasting.com. And okay. then you'll get like an email from someone. And then they're like, oh, if you can make it out to LA, uh, you, you pay for your flights. Yeah. <laughs> if you can make it out there, you can come interview with us. And so I was like, yes, we're going to yes. go interview. So it's just like that. <laughs> and then you go meet them in person. Yeah. And then they pretty much let you know they're like interested in you. And then you get like an email that you're on the
1: show. Did you
2: do the video with her? With your Yeah, sister? we did the video together yeah. and I, I'm sure I could find it on one of my old computers, but it was like so poorly made. It was like me, her, and our like five wiener dogs, and we were still living home at home with <laughs> our mom. Just like perfect for reality TV. Yeah. Like, they were like, these girls are gold.
0: Yeah, just loving it. Your energy is so good. I'm sure people were like right on. <laughs>
2: yeah, no, I mean it, it was cool. like a hoop. and we had worked in like the nightclubs before. So we just like had the like craziest stories and stuff. So we were, I thought we were like reality TV, like perfection. They were just excited about it.
1: (laughs) I love it. I'm surprised they didn't hunt you down. What was your first job in Vegas?
2: So, okay. Well, like my first job in Vegas, was like when I was 16 years old, I worked at old Navy for five years, (laughs) but then as soon as I turned 21, we were pretty much recruited to like work in the nightclubs. And me and my sister were going to college at the university of Las Vegas, Nevada, and we were going to be school teachers. And all of a sudden we got like, you know, hooked on being cocktail waitresses, where you're making thousands of dollars a night, so I'm like, why would I go to college and get a degree when I'm literally here making thousands of dollars a night? It's like the easiest money I've ever made. I only work Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and like yeah. you can have a really nice life. So we were working in the nightclubs at 21. As soon as we turned 21, and like it was honestly crazy. And I wouldn't say it was fun, but the money was worth it. So me and my yeah. sister were just. Like, Kind of like hooked on the money. And that's why you see nowadays, like you start at the age of 21, girls are still at the clubs till like they're like 36. Like I was working with some like 36 year olds and they were looking hot. And I was like, like so confused how they stayed looking so young.
0: Well, one of our other friends that when we first met her, she, one of our other like old teammates, she was working at, um, I, I think it was Tao. When yeah, he, I think it yeah. was Tao. Yeah. And mm-hmm. same thing, like the money was just so good. Like how do you like consistent? good yeah. money. And like these girls, like
2: they can provide for themselves and live like great lives. And that's, I loved the idea of being able to like provide for myself and not have to worry about like a man taking care of me. So yeah. I was like, I love this life. And then we went on the bachelor and then luckily I didn't have to do it anymore because social media as crazy. as as it sounds is pretty much the same pay as working in a cocktail, like yeah, working in a funny. cocktail. Liters. And I get to like work from home and it doesn't even like seem like a job, but Right. it's it's a lot of hard work. I will say it makes me like sad to see like people like, Oh, do you even have a job? Like you don't even do anything. And it probably doesn't look like me and my sister do much, but it's the best job. It is. Life. It is it's a lot good. of
0: work though, to like provide like really good content to be able to yeah. get contracts. Cause it can, like you said, it can be, it can be really lucrative. Right. So
2: yeah. Like some months are good, but you some have months to, are to be good. doing I, yeah.
0: it. You have to be doing it right.
2: Yeah. A hundred percent. It took me four years to figure out how to do it. Right. And now, even then, like I still could be better because Instagram, like seriously, girls are so good at like doing this Instagram, like content and videos and TikTok. It's honestly so hard to keep up with everything that it's so overwhelming.
1: Do you, um, do you have an agent? How does that work exactly? Or do brands reach out to you or does it all go through an agent?
2: So most of it goes through an agent that I have out in New York and then they obviously take a percentage of the paychecks but I also do it on my own a bit like I'll reach out to companies myself because I've like learned the verbiage on how to like send proper emails and like my social media kits and so I've learned to be able to do that on my own so like he's not taking like a percentage of everything that I make and then they also have like apps for influencers where you can apply for campaigns and stuff so it's pretty easy to be able to like not have a manager but Like he definitely gets me a lot of work to where, like, I still need, need that.
1: Yeah. And then do they kind of tell you what sort of content you need to put out? How does it work? I'm so curious about this. And do you call yourself an influencer? Is that what you're, or a model? Like Like, I never know what to... Well, when I like introduce
2: myself to people that I don't really know, I'm just say like I do marketing, but like Mm -hmm. when I like am chatting with like girls on the team, yeah, I'm like, I'm a social media influencer. That's what I would like call myself. I don't Mm want to say like Instagram model because I don't think of myself that way. But I think like other girls who are like actually like models Mm -hmm. that are like modeling stuff on Instagram, like bikinis and like have that model, like look, Mm -hmm. I'm more of like a lifestyle influencer. (laughs) Okay, Um, (laughs) But no, like you just get a contract and it's literally like, so many pages long of like, you have to post this by a certain date. And if you don't, then you don't get your money. And, um, you have 15 days to complete this content. It's literally, they, they want you to, they send you like a script of pretty much everything that they want you to say. And you have to like, try to memorize this. It takes me so many times to film these stupid videos. And I sound like an idiot half the time, but yeah. And they're like, your picture has to be outside where it's good lighting or your picture needs to be inside, but still good lighting. like. Please be wearing this type of outfit. No shirts with logos. Mm -hmm. You must look clean and um, put together.
0: (laughs) I know. Like I have like literally a fraction of your following, and so I can't even imagine like what pressure gets put on you for your posts. Because like when I look at my stuff, I'm like, "Eh, I'm too lazy. Like I can't even only imagine like with your magnitude of followers and your how big your Instagram is, what that would even look like.
2: Well, it just gets frustrating when I'm like, I get ready. I usually only get ready literally like Fridays and Saturdays and I film all my content on those days. And then I look like a bum the rest of the days, but mm. I try to get it all done. So when a, when a company comes back and says, oh, we didn't like your picture, can you please retake this? Or you didn't like this. They didn't like this video. Or you said something wrong in the video. Can you please refilm? it?" I'm like, no, yeah, what? You're going to have to wait a whole nother week because yeah. I'm not going to get ready for you.
0: <laughs> I don't shower before Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, I
2: got to get my spray tan. I don't want to. I don't want to get ready every single day. Like, no, absolutely not. You can wait a week or you can take what you have. What you have, Right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so after bachelor, did you go right into bachelor in paradise?
1: So
2: after bachelor, they, I, they filmed the bachelorette and then it's like, like that same year you do go straight to bachelor in paradise. So me and my uh, sister do bachelor in paradise, but then again, not really to like find love. Like it would have been like nice to meet a guy there, but gosh, those bachelor boys are absolute disasters and nothing, I want
1: absolutely nothing to do with those boys. Do you know before going on who the bachelor is or what he looks like or what's going on or not? They just throw um, it out there.
2: No, they say, you you usually have an idea of who it's going to be. Like I 100% knew it was going to be Ben Higgins, but they like say, oh, if it was this person, oh, if it was this person, would okay. you like be interested in them? And of course you're going to say, yeah, because yeah. it doesn't really matter get on the this show. right? Yeah, you just want to be, but that's how I feel like, Every person that goes on the show is nowadays like, are they really going on there to meet someone? Is the, right. the answer is no. Yeah. But Hey, the life afterwards is so so great. Well,
1: <laughs> well, and then that's that's kind of what you did it for. Like you said, you were honest, so it wasn't like yeah. you got down or upset that it, yeah a love match. Yeah. It happen. No, and like the boys that they put on these
2: shows are so cute and like so charming but they're just complete douchebags. So it's just <laughs> not even
1: worth
0: your time. <laughs> and then where do they film Bachelor in Paradise?
2: It's Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. I'm probably oh, okay. that, but somewhere in, okay. in Mexico. It's like so beautiful. It's like the same island every single year and it's okay. literally way better than The Bachelor. It was really? so much fun. Yes.
0: And how long are you there for? You're only there for 4
2: weeks.
1: <laughs> wow. And these okay. people fall in love. It's crazy. Well, it, it would seem a little more natural because at least you're all thrown into like social where there's multiple guys and multiple girls. And then you kind of are making your own connections, right? Well, yeah. Am I right? And I totally,
2: yeah, no, it's definitely like that. And I think that you start to fall for these guys a little more because it's like that competitive nature. It's like a weird... I can't uh, even explain it, but it's weird. Like I would, I was, when I was on that show, I did have like a crush on one of the guys on in paradise. But then as soon as I left, I was like, what was I thinking? Like, this guy is not my type. <laughs> like, I just felt like I was being like brainwashed by like producers and just uh, like, like, but that's what I was I don't with know. them for seven and other girls wanted him. So it was more of like, uh, yeah. I want what I can't have type thing. Uh, interesting. I, I
0: feel like I like, I mean, so to, yeah, to fall in love with four in four weeks. Like, I feel like people would fall in love with me in four weeks, but then you don't have to live with me. No. Yeah. And then you'd fall out of love with me when you had to live with me though. You'd be yeah. like, she's great. This is like vacation codette. She's mm-hmm. so easygoing and fun and wonderful. And then you, you got to live with me. And you're like, what a fucking nightmare. Like, yeah. And
2: oh, for sure. Show- <laughs> And then obviously the girls are getting ready every single day. So they don't even like see what you really look like. And then
1: afterwards they might be like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No,
0: I don't get ready in Mexico. So they'd see
1: what I really look like. (laughs) Night one, you're good to go. Yeah, nine seven, yeah. you're curling. Have you seeing the best of you on your yeah. Just but you
0: know what I mean, though? Like, of course, yeah. like vacation, Courette is great. Of course, like, yeah, you'd be like, Yeah, let's settle down and get married, but then you have to like go home and like do reality and like live with yeah. me, and you'd be like, God, she's nuts.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we have. Um, how scripted is it when you're on those shows?
2: I will say it's not scripted. Honestly, no. though, like w- like when you do go into like the interview rooms, like they would they will say, "Oh, this girl is saying this about you, whether she said that or not." Mm-hmm. They definitely twist with the words of people. So then you're like, "Oh, really? This bitch said this about yeah. me?" Eh? Like I'm gonna say all these mean things about her. But like everything that everyone says is not because like
1: someone told them to say it. Okay. Uh, okay.
2: So yeah, like, like all the dumb things, all that is real. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I wonder, Codette and I did a very small Canadian show as well. But, it, and again, it wasn't scripted, but then the same sort of things, like things can be swayed by producers and in interviews and stuff like that. Yeah. And then I, mean, I had another friend that did WAGS and she oh said it was pretty scripted. Like they would, yeah. they would walk in and they would, if if something happened, they would and it wasn't the way the producers want them they would make them do it all over again
2: yeah yeah that was like me and my sister did a sh- spin-off show called the twins happily ever after Yeah. and that was very scripted it's like what you were saying like they gave us like a pet lobster like so stupid like they cha- they came into our childhood home and changed our rooms to like childhood like bedding and like hung up butterflies on the walls and i'm like the, like that was completely scripted but Ew. i was, yeah. It was, I was like, honestly, like that actually caused depression. Like it was like the hardest time of my life. Like that's where, that was the last show me and my sister did because after that, I was just so turned off by reality TV. Yeah. I couldn't believe how fake and it got such well, terrible ratings. It was so bad. And I was just like, I never want to do that again. Like I'm good with just never doing, being on TV again. So. Yeah.
1: Well, that's difficult too. If you don't have a say in the production yeah. of things or are like on the producing side, then it's, it's tricky when you don't have any control and you can't go out and tell people, I didn't say that. That's actually not my bedroom. Everything was yeah. put together to make <laughs> you look a certain way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not 23 with butterflies. Yeah.
2: It was the most awful thing I've ever uh.
0: And how long did you guys film that for? Well, it was funny. They said it was only supposed to be
2: like two months long. It ended up being like a five month process and it was just like torture. Like, and they say, Oh, you'll film like an eight hour day. You'll be there for like, like 12, 13, 14 hours. And like the food they feed you is just like snacks. And
1: it was just not glamorous at all. Oh no. I have a question. Are you, is it union work then? With reality, um, like, are you, do you have a SAG card or how does that work?
2: No, 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 it's not. It's not SAG. It's not no. union, but, uh, I, I don't, I'm not super sure like what you would call it, but it's, it's no, not, you're not protected yeah. by anything. And then when did you meet William? Okay. So I met, Will. it was, I guess, two years ago. Um, we got the hockey team here is it was like, they had a couple games and I'd had, I had actually been to a couple preseason hockey games because they were trying to promote it on social media. Not that it really needed that, but I, I think the games were popular. I don't, I don't really know. I knew nothing about hockey. Um, they gave us like these glass seats and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so cool. I literally didn't think anything about the players. I was literally there hanging out with my friends and we were like, this is awesome. I had a boyfriend at that time and he, like this is he kept cheating on me this boy that I was dating because boys are just trash and like Vegas guys are literally the worst and so I finally <laughs> physically caught this guy cheating on me in real life like saw him with the other girl and I was like oh my god I hate this guy so much like I just want to like go meet a bunch of guys and just like make out and get drunk and like have a good time okay, yeah and then I see Will on Instagram and I'm like, "Oh, he's cute. He lives in Vegas. I see he plays for the team here, whatever." So I sent him a DM and he responded. They were on the road at the time. Like a week later, he hadn't like responded to my like he responded to my DM and I gave him my number, but he didn't text me. And I was like, "What is this guy doing? Like text me. Like I want to hang out with him." And so, um I got drunk one night and I was like, "Can you text me or call me on the phone?" And then we ended up meeting at a bar later that like month. And then literally everything after that, like I I was just, I didn't, wasn't looking for a boyfriend. I was literally in the worst place of my life. Like I had just been with this guy for three years and he'd been cheating on me the whole time. And so Will was just so easy to be around. And I think neither of us were really like taking it seriously, but then we just ended up getting along so well. And he asked me after like three weeks, if I would be his girlfriend. And I was like, so confused, but I also feel like Europeans are so different than Americans that I was just like, Sure, (laughs) I was like, "Yeah, let's (laughs) date." That's cute. Did he actually say it like that? He was kind of like, "So what? Can I tell the guys that we are like? Can I tell them that we're dating?" And I was like, "Really?" I was like, "This was so crazy." And he, I was like, "Sure."
0: (laughs) Oh my god, that's so cute. But I think when you have like no expectations, then there's you know no one's being crazy or weird, and there's no pressure that it just falls into place.
2: Right. And like, I'm totally that girl that was like, I'll never date an athlete. Like I, I totally think that all like athletes are cheaters. I think they're all liars. Like I would never like date an athlete, but then after I like met Will and then I met the whole team, like it made me realize that, I mean, and I'm not saying that like all athletes are, but hockey players seem really down to earth and like way more normal than like any other athletes. I had seen at like the clubs and stuff. Like I'd never met any other athletes, but I'd met Will and the, all the guys on the team and the, every single one had a freaking girlfriend. Literally every single one. I think there was like three single guys and they're all just so sweet and cute to their girlfriends and wives. And I was just like, wow, these guys are normal.
1: Yeah. That's always nice to hear. I kind of, I mean, we love our hockey boys too, obviously, but it's, uh, they do see, it's just a fun group of guys. Usually they're just, I feel like there are a lot of smart asses. There's a lot of really good yeah. personalities and always a fun group of girls. And I'm, again, like you said, like in other sports, I'm sure that exists too. And where you were meeting the other athletes, I mean, it was at a yeah. bar and everyone yeah. was, had their chach on. But, uh, right.
2: And I think it, I feel bad for like athletes because that's just like how everyone views them and that's how yeah. everyone just thinks that they are. But in reality, yeah. I, like I feel really bad for judging them off the bat like that because yeah. that's honestly, it's honestly probably not the truth. Like these guys are actually really good guys. And I do believe when, someone's ready to settle down they're gonna settle down and just be like good guys it's like yeah. of course they're like young and they're having a good time so I honestly can't blame yeah. them but yeah, yeah. it's just nice to know that like they're actually all really good guys
1: yeah and, and you know what like, some of them are like they're good guys but maybe they're shitty boyfriends but like you not said, they're not ready to be a, a, exactly. a good boyfriend. and a lot
2: of the hockey players are so young it's like I yeah. never realized like how young a lot of them are mm-hmm. so it's just kind of like it's like, I get that they should, yeah. they should Land have me exactly.
0: Yeah. And then once he asked you to be his girlfriend, then when was your first introduction to like the wives room and all the girls? Uh... Oh
2: my God. I never really got an introduction to the wives room. The first time I <laughs> met the wives and girlfriends of the team was a new year's party. We were all out at the club and we were going to meet the girls. It was like the scariest night of my life oh. <laughs> because like, I had like seen them on Instagram. Of course I like stalked all of them on Instagram and I knew, I knew one of them, <laughs> Melissa England. Yeah, she's so great. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, so great. With her. Yeah. So I know she, Melissa. Yeah. Yeah, she's so sweet. And she kind of like took me under her wing. And that night at New Year's, she came to the singles table because I was at the singles table with Will and all the single guys. And she's like, come meet the girls. And I was like, oh my God, I'm mortified right now. But it ended up being really well. That was obviously we were all like, having a good time. So after that, I think, um, I ended up going to the lounge and that's when I met them there. But I guess I, in a sense, I had already met them. So it wasn't like weird or anything, but they were all really nice to me. And I thought they were all going to be so mean to me and (laughs) hate me because I was on the bachelor. Honestly, I just thought all the worst.
1: And maybe, do you think any of them were afraid to approach you because they didn't want you to think that they were only talking to you because you were a celebrity?
2: Um, no, I like, I didn't get that vibe at no. all. It's honestly, but like, I just remember one of the girls, like Mariana, I don't know if you guys know her. She's Shay Theodore's girlfriend. She's just like the like friendliest girl in the whole wide world and just came up and gives me like these big giant hug. she's like, Oh, hi. And I'm like,
0: people are nice here. eh? Like, it's so funny. I love that. I love that. Yeah. It was so good. And I'm not even surprised at all about Melissa. She's just the sweetest. Yeah.
2: I I was thankful to actually like know her outside of hockey. So like, it was just like, I feel like for me, it was an easy transition. I know that for some people it's not like super easy, but luckily for me, it was easy. And I'm sure that people had like ideas of me that, like, I feel like when you, when these guys first meet girls, like the chances of it, like working out could like be slim to none. And I'm like this Vegas girl who was on the bachelor, who was like a cocktail waitress. Like, I'm sure some people were a little hesitant of me, but you know, I'm just so chill and so cool that everyone was like, wow, this chick's a keeper.
1: <laughs> oh, I love it. You know what? That's good though. But again, like, it's just, you're the new kid. It's, it's yeah. awkward to be the new kid. It doesn't matter how old you are, or how successful you are. It's always a little yeah. bit like you're a little mm-hmm. shy when you, and it's nice to, at least, like you said, you had Melissa, like one person. Yeah. Makes, yeah. A world of different I think friends.
2: I'm like lucky that it was like someone who'd been in like the hockey world for a lot longer. Like, I think if it was like a younger girl who had been there for like a little, just a little bit of time, it would have been harder, but like, luckily she'd been there doing this for years. And so I felt like it looked better that like, I knew I'd known her outside of the hockey world right, and right. Like we were like friends. And I'm like a normal girl with like, a normal personality and I'm not like trying to be here for the wrong reasons. I sound like I'm on The Bachelor. I'm not here for the wrong reasons.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I already have my Instagram following. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, no, it was it was quite an easy transition for me, I would say. And it's, it was scary because pretty much every guy had a girlfriend or a wife.
1: And so it wasn't just like a small group of people. It was a lot of girls, but they were all really nice. It's so funny you to me that you're, well, not funny, I guess, just interesting that you were so uncomfortable and yet you've been on the bachelor and lived in a house with like 30 women.
2: I know. I know but like, I, th- like, I was like, this is my real life now. Like this yeah. is like, like yeah, the bachelor right. felt like not real. And like, this is like my yeah. real life. And if I, I just didn't want the drama. Like, I don't know, like, I guess in a sense, I do believe reality TV because like I, i would seen wags and I'd seen like all the drama that would happen. And I kind of expected it to be like that. I really did. I thought it was just going to be like this shit show that everyone hated each other, but everyone was so nice to each other. So I I was like so nervous. I thought
1: it was going to be way worse than it was. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I'm you did. You guys wasn't. really did. Yeah, I'm glad it wasn't. And those girls yeah. in Vegas, like just because we both have had a couple friends that are there, I think that's awesome. Yeah. And it was such a awesome, magical year for all of you. It was really cool from the outside looking in. It was apparent. It was apparent and, um, Mm -hmm. it made everybody want to be a part of it. It was so cool.
2: Totally. And I wish I'd like had known about hockey a little more when all that was happening, because I don't think I got to appreciate it as much as maybe like other girls who'd been in the hockey world for a lot longer time. I, just kind of was like well this is cool all this is new like i don't know anything about hockey but they just like i wouldn't will would get all these goals i was like wow this is so great like i just didn't i just don't think i appreciated it as much as i would have like if it would have happened like now after yeah, like knowing much. hockey understanding hockey knowing the players yeah. knowing the girls a little better but You've got time.
0: Yeah, don't be so hard on yourself. You have time. (laughs) Now you get it. And, like, (laughs) I mean, I still don't know the rules. Like, I've been with Jason for like 13 years. So, you're good. You've got time.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, hockey's confusing, but also, like, I don't like sports, but obviously, hockey's
0: awesome. So, I
2: just want to be able to, like, learn all the rules and stuff, but you know, I, it probably will never happen. Honestly, it's too fast paced for me. And like, I, like someone could explain it to me and I literally forget. Yeah.
0: But that's what I like about hockey is it's a fast game. Like it's like when there's like a minute and 36 seconds left in a basketball game, that's another like half an hour at least to like hockey's just go, 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 go. And I like that.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I agree with that. I'm glad it's like, it's, you get there. I mean, like, obviously when it goes into overtime, it can be like really long, but sometimes the games go by so fast. I'm like, Whoa, like that was pretty quick also if I'm drinking, they go by way faster. (laughs) (laughs) faster.
1: (laughs) And also you're saying like, you wish you had known a little more that first year, but your anxiety level would have been even higher. So I feel like the more, you know, the more anxious you're going to be in this. It's probably true. Like
2: I probably am better off not have knowing so much because all the other girls I could tell were just like always so anxious and like worried. And I'm like, you know know what we win we win yeah (laughs) Yeah.
0: well that's like when we were in Edmonton and some of the girls would keep track of their guys minutes every game and I was like what (laughs) like yeah I'm trying to keep track of my drinks to make sure I can drive. like uh, I can walk to go see Jason after the game like (laughs) that's what I'm keeping track of but they're literally keeping track of minutes and I was like this is intense
2: That yeah. cracks me up. Oh my God. The day I
0: keep track of minutes is the day. Wow. That's <laughs> Honestly, <day. laughs> I was like, this is, this is
1: commitment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a, uh, it depends. You'll meet some of those for sure along the way, but yeah. yeah. I uh, uh, can't wait
2: to meet more girls. Honestly. It's fun. Bridget and I
0: love that. We yeah. love meeting more
1: girls. That's, I the know. Be, that's the best part. That's the best part of, about hockey is just kind of the connections for us and the friendships you make, whether you stay on the same team or move around. It's just yeah, it's a pretty awesome com- community to be a part of.
0: Totally. So Will's family's in Sweden. Yes. And do you guys go over there for the summer? Yes. So we go to Sweden in the summers for
2: two months. Obviously, this year is going to be different. So we we might not make it to Sweden this year, but Aww. um, being like. I had been technically to like Mexico, which is technically out of the country, but like that's a two hour flight. So I've never counted that as like being like international or like traveling. So my like being away from home for two months, A, was like the longest I'd ever been away from home in another country, like without my sister, literally just with this guy that like the first year we'd only maybe been dating for like six months and I was going to be with him for two months in Sweden. And it was like the scariest time of my life. But Mm -hmm uh I just like had never been alone before because like he's like Mm. out working out every morning and then they go skate and um like I didn't know Sweden at all and I didn't have like wi-fi on my phone and Will's just a boy and didn't like put me on his like Swedish plan so like I literally was walking around Sweden and no freaking clue where I'm going no not a clue because I had no No wi-fi on my phone my maps would not work so I literally went to the same place every single day. I only knew how to go grocery shopping and get myself food and get back to the apartment. That's all I knew. And then so it's not like my favorite to go to Sweden. And we live in Stockholm. So, and his parents live like 30 minutes from Stockholm. So it's not like I can just go to his parents' house. And I don't know how to drive in Sweden. So,
1: uh, well, I wouldn't have say to- it's
2: like super fun, but it's like, it's Fun because it's like a different country, and I love like my Instagram opportunities there. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: That's
0: totally. Yeah, that's good. good for that's good for pictures.
2: Yeah, and I don't like have any girlfriends because a lot of Will's like Swedish friends are single, so uh, it's not. It's just me and the boys, really. That's really my life since I've met Will. It's just Emily and the
1: boys. <laughs> well, I'm sure eventually that will change too because there's a lot of Swedish cute, Swedish, fun friends that we have even that are over there. I'm not sure what cities they live in though, but eventually making those connections, I'm sure will be good and maybe change what the summer looks like for you. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and he just bought a really pretty house out there along the like a uh, sea, the Baltic Sea. So it's a really beautiful house. So I'm wow. hoping maybe if like we move into a house and like I can bring my dog with me, that maybe like I can chat with someone who also is walking their dog.
0: <laughs> Break the ice a little. Bit. Your dog is your dog is so cute. How long have you had him or her? Oh
2: my god, you guys! I'm obsessed with this dog. It's I'm really feel unwell. Like it's a, an addiction. <laughs> to um, I've had him for gosh. Five months and we rescued him from South Korea off one of the meat trucks. Wow. So, yeah. He was being sold for me. And oh. I saw this Instagram, it's called Bunny's buddies. And she rescues dogs from China and Korea who are being like sold for me or just like dumped on the streets oh, or any crazy. of that stuff. And I literally saw this dog's face and I was like, I want this dog. I'm going to message her. So I messaged her and she was like, yeah, you have to, you know, apply for him, blah, blah, blah. I went through the whole adoption process and then um Went to LAX. She approved me to adopt him. Went to LAX, picked him up, drove home. And when I first got him, I was like, what did I just do to myself? Like he was a lot of work, but now I'm just like used to it. He's super protective of me, but I swear he would attack someone if he had to, which is oh, kind wow. of scary. <laughs> what kind of dog is
1: it? Is he just kind of a mutt?
2: He's a golden retriever mixed so with a like a the South Korean native dog. It's called a Jindo. They pretty much look like huskies, and he's oh, like wow. got the manliest looking face in the whole world. And he's like eighty pounds. He's this huge wow. dog.
0: I love oh, him. He's so cute. Ah, uh, that's me. awesome.
2: His face. Uh,
1: <laughs> and he's I didn't even like know that they...
2: right here, right next to me, listening to me talk to you guys. Like he never leaves my side. It's like the cutest uh, thing ever.
1: So, what's your day looking like around there? Like this is such a weird time. So how for you guys, like just a, just a quick walkthrough.
2: Like, I honestly hate it. Like, I just feel so lazy. It's funny. It's like, I feel like I have so much time. So instead I'm just like, oh, I have time to do this laundry. I'll do it in like a week (laughs) instead. Like, versus when I have busy days, I'm like, I need to get this done because I don't have time to do it tomorrow. But like, um, the boys still wake out so work out. So they wake up at like nine and then they go down to the they make breakfast and then they go downstairs and work out. I stay in bed till ten. I am so lazy. <laughs> okay. So we've just been watching like a lot of TV, listening to like a lot of music, hanging by the pool, take the dog on a walk. And it's like so boring. I <laughs> I'm like starting to realize I'm gonna at first I was fine and now I'm just starting to realize I'm I'm gonna lose my mind
1: here soon. Yeah. I'm kind <laughs> but, of at that point too, where it's been like you're appreciative of a little bit of calm life and then, yeah. and then you're in. And then now I'm like, all right, I'm fucking over it. Let's, yeah. And then I'm like, just like, let's finish this and go. Yeah. And I'm like picking apart every little detail of the house. I'm like, I
2: hate this table. I'm yeah. like, I need more in the house. I'm like, I need to get out of the house yeah. because I'm literally <laughs> picking everything apart in a beautifully perfect house. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I know. Well, hopefully it ends soon. Are you guys I mean, there's nothing we can do to push this along or speed it along and the question marks of the season starting are still looming. So it's just, I just can't wait.
2: I really hope that hockey does come back. I can't wait. Like I, this year was like the first year where I literally didn't go to like a bunch of hockey games. Like I just stayed home because I was like, Oh, whatever. Like I don't need to go to the games. Like a lot of girls go to like every game and I'm like, I don't Mm, I'm not going to go. I regret that now. I'm like, yeah. shit, I should have yes. gone to every single game. Now I can't wait <laughs> for hockey to start so I can go to the games. I yeah. miss that. I just miss that energy and just like yeah. being there and being freezing cold. Like I just miss all of that. It's so fun. Yeah. How many years left does he have? Um, Will has, uh, I'm such a bad girlfriend. Okay. I think, his, I think he has seven years after this year. Oh, oh wow. wow. That's okay. a big one. Okay. Yeah. So he's 26. 27 so then he's got
0: 7 years after that i believe
1: Oh, awesome so, so he's okay
2: yeah yeah a you player know, he's he's yeah, doing this. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> they want him around for seven bit years
2: of this. <laughs> good
1: for good for you good for him that's great yeah, yeah it's nice to have that
2: i know i know it's uh it's a lot of fun i've like heard lots of stories of just like a lot of the girls who like playing or their boyfriends playing in the farm league and just how difficult that life can be and mm-hmm. them always being like up and down and never knowing where they're going. So I feel like so grateful that like, I, I'm not like, we're not a hundred percent here. We didn't like get like a no trade, but mm-hmm. it's like nice to know that for at least for the next seven years, he gets to do the thing he loves the most. So yeah,
1: that's a nice right. That's awesome. Exactly. And what's on, what's on, what's next for you? I mean, you're still all over your social media and killing that. And then. Do you
2: have have a big goal? I mean, like me and my sister talk about all the time, like all these like business opportunities that we could do, but like anytime I'm ever presented with them, I just feel so overwhelmed. I don't like have like the mind of a businesswoman, And I really wish I did. But, um, I mean like our, my dream would be to like open, like a, like sell like athletic clothing, like workout clothing, just something like fun and colorful or something like to do with Pilates or, and all that good stuff. Like my sister is certified in like being a Pilates teacher and I'm technically certified as well. I just need to like actually test out, but like we're passionate about Pilates. We both have scoliosis. So growing up, we were always told to do like Pilates to strengthen the muscles back there. And it kind of gives you like a set, like I think every girl has like body dysmorphia, Mm -hmm. but in a sense, Mm -hmm. I feel like girls with scoliosis have it a little more because like our hips are uneven, our shoulders and So like, I want to like inspire young girls to like, not like worry about their bodies because now that I'm like older, I'm like, I can't believe I worried about it so much growing up. So like, I want to be able to inspire younger girls to not have body dysmorphia and stuff. So I don't know, like Mm -hmm. I have so many passions and so many ideas. It's just me trying to put it together is too difficult for my brain.
1: Yeah, (laughs) that's great though. I mean, I think it's good. I love, I've just kind of gotten into Pilates and I just like the balance that it's creating in my in the wow. body. just the, so for you. the symmetry you know I, I I can feel it if I'm off so I, I'm liking that
2: yeah it's like good for your body long term while like hit <laughs> lifting and like lifting weights is like good for your body but like long term like you need to like strengthen those muscles yeah. and lengthen them and all that good stuff so Pilates is just like the way better option yeah
1: yeah well that's good I'm, I'm finding good you.
2: you get to lay down
1: which I like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally. maybe have you ever thought about doing any sort of um like social media consulting. I feel like there's so many girls that are kind of wanting to get into it and or have questions. Like, That's would a you, really
2: good idea. I, mean, I would love to do that. I never, ever thought about that. Everyone's always well, just like, open up clothing, do this, do that. I have never actually thought about that. And I like that a lot. They
1: could
0: well. be your first clients.
2: Yeah. Yes, hell yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I kind of feel like they're... It might be a cool idea to just like, even in this little time, like maybe even open it up to some of our hockey girls and see if a Zoom meeting might be cool with like Q&A about stuff like that, maybe for you. Because you would, I mean, I was asking you questions, but I'm sure there's a lot of girls too that I would have, have a small businesses or whatever. It'd be really cool to ha- have your expertise on something like that.
2: Yeah. That'd be so cool. That's a great idea. Although I feel like I'm not like amazing at it. I feel like I could at least like help people like get, get there. Like I'm always like trying Mm -hmm. to give people advice on like how to build their social media and stuff. But like I was just more so lucky, but also not lucky because I put my whole life out on TV, which was like embarrassing, but like other people have to grow it like authentically. And like, it's a lot of work,
0: you know, but that
1: would be a great idea. I love that. Yeah, thanks for the idea. You're welcome. I have a million ideas.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I you know you do. Bridget was like, I a, can't. A wealth of ideas. <laughs> Got See, got like all I need someone away. like that
2: in my life who can just do everything for me, and then they get like a percentage of everything we make, and then I really just don't have to. I just have to
0: advertise it.
1: <laughs> See, and totally. I like to just throw the ideas out there and be like, "All right, who's going to roll with this? How do we yeah. make yeah. this happen?" Or put some people yeah. in place to make it happen. The I know Bridge
0: has ideas, and then she just Back. like as she goes along, and then she comes across someone who could use that idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that.
1: You so yeah. to them. well, yeah. I might have to keep bugging you on that. Maybe we'll uh, create something bugging all in the this time.
2: Love that. Yeah, right. it's good practice for me too.
1: <laughs> oh good. Well, thanks so much for your time. I am so yeah, pumped that we got to coming. get to know you and um
0: I love your energy. Oh you're making me so you're so making me laugh. laugh. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if you can see <laughs> me laughing over here, but No, I love to
2: make people laugh. I'd like to think I'm funny, but maybe not. I
0: don't know. You're so cute. (laughs) Your energy is hilarious. No, I'm so glad you came on. Thank you so much. Thank you
2: guys so much for having me. You guys popped my podcast cherry.
0: Oh, woohoo! awesome. I like it.
1: (laughs) Well, take good care. Good luck and have fun with your family full of, uh, or your house full of uh, boys and sisters. Europeans. (laughs) Yep. Yes, you guys.
2: Yeah. Stay safe, stay healthy, and hopefully yeah. we can all get back
1: to normal life soon. Sounds yeah. good. We'll, we'll pop into a Golden Knights game one of these days. Hopefully. Yes.
2: I can't wait to meet you guys in real life. Yeah, we'll I would to
1: for sure. All right. Okay.
2: okay bye. Okay, Thank you so much. Bye. bye.
1: Thanks for hanging out. You've been listening to Our Hockey Life with Codette LaBarbara and Bridget Whitney. Join us next week when we get to introduce you to another great hockey friend.
0: Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Our Hockey Life and at Codette LaBarbera.